you. Yeah, I was reading Harry Harrison got inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, and I was like trying to. Harry Harrison was, I think, wasn't he the morning man at WABC, or was that Herb Oscar Anderson, or he was on WMCA? My mind is going on me. I think he was MCA. Uh, Herb Oscar Anderson was WMCA. Uh, was he? I hate that I. <laughs> I used to know all this stuff. I know, and I didn't grow up here, so I have to. No, you rely on me. Sort of. Yeah. Harry Harrison. He was like. Harry Harrison. And his whole thing he had was one of those deep voices, yeah. His whole thing was the deep voice, the the beautiful delivery, but his really his thing was that he was Harry Harrison. <laughs> was like two Harrys, Harry Harrison. That was it. His whole thing was his name. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow there's a hall of fame for guys like that. But hey, good for him. Look, they uh kept the airwaves going when they nobody sure knew, what to, knew what to do with them. Right. And thank God they finally put Ryan Seacrest in the Radio Hall of Fame. I mean, what an injustice. <laughs> <laughs> what a Hall of Fame. But uh, you should have seen uh, Jimmy Fallon inducted Ryan Seacrest. It was all kind of carrying on. Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon. Maybe maybe it's starting to get some gravitas, the Radio Hall of yeah. Fame. Well, where is it now? Where is it? They moved it out of some guy's basement into his <laughs> mother's basement, and now I don't know where it is. <laughs> Radio Hall of Fame. All kind of trophies. Doing that radio. Mm-hmm. Look at all the titty Rachel showing on the cover of her book. And that's well, if I remember that, that picture of Sophia Loren. Yeah. And if she got into that. Titties. Yeah, it, all it was supposed to be was uh, cleavage. Harry Harrison is cleavage 80. Cleavage and spaghetti. There you Titties. go. You're right. Harry Harrison is 89 years old. God bless him. Wow. Right? 70! Yeah! 89. 89. 69! Start screaming 89, Ronnie. 69! We don't have that. <laughs> oh, man. That Rachel Ray is upbeat, huh? Oh, my God. Not only is she upbeat, that was like the greatest advice that anyone has ever given on the show. It's about appreciating where you are. Well, I have and to disagree with you. seeing what can come from that. That was great advice. Don't get me wrong. But the greatest advice ever given on this show was by me when I said, use Metamucil. Uh, my bowel <laughs> moments are huge. Where can you go after you uh, do Metamucil? Oh, here, I wasn't wrong. Harry Harrison worked at WMCA, WABC, and WCBS. That's Harry, what I said, Harry. WMCA. Yeah, no, but I'm saying he worked at all of them. Oh, he worked everywhere. Everywhere. Radio guys used to do that. They'd work somewhere, then they go to some other place. It was like they just bounce back and forth. Well, that's why he's mm. in. He works for so many stations. Wish I had some tape of him. We could honor him with his Radio Hall of Fame. Harry Harrison. I was like, I'll never be in radio because I'll never be able to do what those guys do. It was awesome. Echo. Harry Harrison. I know. I don't know why everybody was in an echo chamber. I think um, I actually think it was the sound in their head just rattling around. <laughs> <laughs> the emptiness. Oh, here's Sour Shoes with a Harry Harrison impression. Look at this. Oh, wow. We're being
No, you get don't get to ask a question. Right. He can't hear you with all the noise he's making. He must have heard us carrying on about him and figured he'd call in. Grace us with a call today. Well, I guess we better get to news, huh? I don't need a break here, do I, Fred? Uh, no, not yet. Awesome. I'm right on sketch. All right. Busy show today. Harry Harrison was at WMCA from 1959 to 1968. Then he went to WABC from 68 to 79. And then he was at WCBS from 80 to 2003. Look at that career. That's why you get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's how you do it, kids. One day maybe you can be in the Radio Hall of Fame. Keep switching stations. (laughs) Yeah. There was a period in my life where I thought that's like all the great radio guys used to switch stations. So I was like, yeah. I got to rack up a whole bunch of radio stations that I worked at. Little do I know that now that I look back on it, I think I've worked at every radio station in the country through syndication. <laughs> that's right. You didn't have to go anywhere. No. I took a lazy man's approach. Don't do it one station at a time. Do it all at once. I had some guy early on in my career I worked with. He got... He he worked at so many radio stations. He was so good on the radio, except his problem was he was addicted to cough medicine and uh, codeine. So they kept firing him, but he'd always get another job, this guy. Everybody kept thinking he'd pull it together, huh? I didn't. I saw what was going on. <laughs> In fact, he would sit there and drink codeine during his airship with his girlfriend. Like, like she would just sit there with him. I was amazed. Yeah, that's a pretty good indication he's not coming back. That's when I knew I was in the wrong business. I was like, hey, that guy's really fucked up, and he's really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> what chance is there for me? He, uh, Yeah, but so he kept moving around. I don't know what happened to him. I lost touch. I don't think it worked out really well. It couldn't have. Not this guy. <laughs> if uh, it did, I want to interview him. Here's a song, Robin, for you to start the news with. Need Robin's body, her high need, and asset needs to fuck. Now she's got a lovely vagina. Vagina. But there's something else that I want. I can't wait to get it. So it's so tight, it's so tight. It's so tight. I need to so have that sweet ass yeah, out yeah. for me.
Steve uh, Syke, who called in earlier. Uh, yes, that's, I think, his first. <laughs> yes. And you see, it was all about the butt. You're right, yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> and Syke, uh, a very emotional call I know. earlier in the day. I, I, everything's crossed for him to to improve right. and beat this whole thing. You bet. Uh, John from Florida, yes. Yeah, uh, Rachel Ray interview was good. I I didn't realize we use her dog food all the time. I didn't realize that uh, that dog food goes towards uh, charity. Hundred percent of it. A hundred percent of it. She takes all of the profits yeah, and uh, gives them to animal charities, including the one that. Yeah, we've uh, been do- that we've Beth been using it for quite a while. <laughs> We're not yeah, vibing here, yeah. Johnny. You're talking, and I'm talking, and. It's just not working for some reason. Doesn't sound like a real conversation. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, what I wanted to call about though was uh, the psych interview. Um, that was really. I'll tell you, your show. I've been listening forever. Your show has all the laughter and everything, but when it gets really real, you can see. You know, Robin is a professional. Very seldom do you see her. You know, get emotional. Um, and at the end, when she got emotional, I actually started to get a little choked up. But then I started laughing because I realized through the whole seriousness of your interview with him, the one guy that didn't drop off at all was Fred. Yes. He oh, Fred has no heart. Drop. Zero. He, uh, he is He's a robot. <laughs> yeah, he felt nothing, by the way. Fred felt nothing. During what that. did I do to offend this person, by the way? I was curious. <laughs> Other than the bashing. I think what he's saying, Fred, is you continued the laughs by playing that's little right. drops. Yeah, that's what things. I'm supposed to do. That's yeah, my job. I think he's complimenting oh, you. Good. So calm down over there. Very nice. Thank uh, you. John. I'm saying Fred very well could have gotten emotional, but he stayed true. He's the guy you want flying the jet when everything's going wrong. Cause he's I'm sorry. All right, no John. <laughs> thank you very much from Florida. There he goes. Says that uh, Fred held it all together. There you go. Listen. Robin is the most professional because she did cry on the air. The true broadcaster is able to show all sides to themselves. Fred and I are not. Heartless. No. Emotional. No, I'm only we, It's just that you <laughs> were like Walter the most professional during that. Remember when Walter Cronkite cried when JFK got shot? Right. She's like yeah. that. But that's good. Yes. I've learned that. Very real. Fred is a cyborg who loves <laughs> terminal illness. Live for it. Yeah. He feels alive only when he hears others are dying. Oh, you see what he does. I do no. a sad oh, story in the news. He plays laughter. He plays the Jackie laugh. But that's how he really feels. <laughs> right, Robin, I'll appreciate that. Thank you, Fred. What is the, uh, what is, what, what, Robin, what is the top story? Well, you know, we didn't talk about this yesterday. You say what? What is that? I've been struggling with my voice, so now Fred is going to try to make me talk over that. How dare you? Very jealous of you. Very much so. She has those feelings. Uh, No, I was going to talk about the... Did you see this Connecticut gymnast who died practicing? Yes. You think of gymnastics as not a dangerous sport. 
even, you know, because these little girls who come out and do these amazing things on the balance beam and the uneven parallel bars and even on the floor exercises, they make it look so easy you think it's not dangerous. Let me tell you, that is the most dangerous looking thing. I never let my daughters do that gymnastics. Well, you don't let your daughters do anything. Your That's daughters right. couldn't go down a slide. That's true. <laughs> anything can happen. They could have hit their head. <laughs> But this young lady was an accomplished <laughs> gymnast. Is that true? I didn't let the kids down the slide. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll never forget the I first time I them. saw you. Yeah. Poor little Emily wanted to get on the sliding board. She's and so like, cute. Ooh, 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 ooh. Well, I was. I was, a, I was what they call a helicopter parent. I always imagined that something bad might happen. Well, look, she's still alive, right? So it worked. <laughs> I'm busy running around on parallel bars, I'll tell you that. Amazing. I couldn't right. believe it. I was like, oh, my goodness, you can't even enjoy this for him carrying on. Listen, enough enjoyment. <laughs> Did everything. you ever go down a slide? Of course not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because I was like, you must know that this is okay, Howard. You went down a slide, didn't she you? She went down plenty of slides. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yes, this young lady... Uh, she was, uh, I think, a senior in college, and she's been an All-American in the sport and all of that stuff. And she was doing a routine on the uneven parallel bars and had an unexpected fall, and two days later, she was dead. She broke her spine or something. Yeah, she had some kind of... Well, you know, that's the thing. You're flipping around. You don't see where you're going sometimes because you're moving backwards. And uh, therefore, you don't know, you know, you you might not even know where the floor is. And uh, she wound up really severely injuring herself. So I just wanted to point out that all of these Olympians, no matter what sport they're in, uh, they're pushing themselves to the absolute human limit. And it's such and, an incredible and thing. And how much pushing the body. Oh, I remember I was at Roosevelt, in Roosevelt, they had the, um, you go to gym class and they had that horse, you know, the horse. Yes, the pommel horse. The pommel horse. And, uh, <laughs> oh my God, when they brought that thing out, I said, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? I can't do this. I couldn't even somersault. So you had to go, I remember smacking my balls right into that thing. <laughs> it was the most horrible thing ever. They oh my made goodness. you get on that horse and I even said it's too much. And parallel bars are too much. And all of the contortions and moving the body around. You're not supposed to move the body around. Listen, who is that? <laughs> it's Robin. Robin, of course you can move your body around, but in a natural way where there's no stress on the bones and on the organs. Well, what fun is that? That sounds terrible. Listen, Howard never, (laughs) ever did any of that. (laughs) And believe me, all of that carrying on. For what? For what? Did you take Howard to the playground? No. (laughs) Howard had a perfect life. Did he have a swing set in the backyard? Yes. He did. Of course. Of course he did. Well, that was nice. And I'll tell you this. But how high was he allowed to swing? Oh, he just looked at it. He wasn't allowed (laughs) on the swing. And doing 
light yoga or doing a walk. Walking is very good. A walk. A walk. But to jump around and put stress in the body is very bad. And these kids are out there with the horse and the bars and the carrying. And the rings and the, and the floor exercises. Rings, that's right. And for what reason? My what kid, reason? For what reason? To show the absolute to? beauty of talking the body. Robin. Who? Oh, no. Robin's on the phone with Howard. Who? Howard. Who? Howard. Who? Howard. Who? Howard. Oh. And who else? Robin. Who? Robin. Who? Robin Quivers. Who? Robin. Oh, with my Howard. God. Oh, Robin. Who? And monkey bars are for monkeys. But, but, but let me ask you something. Isn't it great to know the extent to which the human body can perform? No. Look. No. The human body performs perfectly. Look, let and me ask you, you something. Listen, I'm telling you something. <laughs> when you push the body and when you do too much, you must get your sleep, and you must use your body delicately. I can. Can I ask you something? My now? husband and I, <laughs> we took a walk. When walking is what good. year? Well, not anymore. <laughs> My husband doesn't want to walk, and it's very cold out right now. And in the summer, that's true. It is too hot for walking. So one, when do you walk? There's like two days a year. Two days a year. <laughs> that are perfect. But believe me when I tell you, the human body was designed for deep rest. <sighs> Most important. And you. You won't let me ask a question. You need to listen. <laughs> oh, God. Because you, especially you. What did I do now? With, with what is going on with you. You must get rest. And I, I saw, do. I rest all the time. No, you don't. You went <laughs> and became a legendary dub. <laughs> and what happened? I, I did contract a cold. Of course. Because you didn't rest. And now you're paying for it. I tried to rest. And now you're paying for it. Oh. All right, Mom. Thanks for bumming everyone out. I couldn't out. ask a question. What is? Can I ask a question? Sure. I got to go. All right. Okay. Wait a minute. During World War II. Who are you talking to? Oh, no. I'm still on the Robin. Who? Robin. Who? Robin. Who? Robin. <laughs> oh. Still? Yes. What's your question? During World War II, the troops World did War not II? get. Yes. That's yes. what you're the... worried about? Well, hold it. I'm asking a question. The troops trained very hard. That's right. And they did not get a lot of sleep. Listen, and you're not World wasn't War it II. necessary? Listen, you're what? not World War II. You this don't is know not anything my point. about World War II. Didn't you they need... train 
You, <laughs> Didn't they have to learn to run and walk listen, for miles Robin, at a time to get a, to where they needed to go? Listen, Robin, you're not at war. And you got to calm down. <laughs> and you're, you're on fire. And all but of it your was quest, good that they did that, wasn't it? All of your carrying on led to cancer. <sighs> and if you don't carry on, you don't get cancer. That's it. Now you know the truth. Put that Nothing's your- ever happened to you who's been perfect? Listen. I'm perfect. That's right. <laughs> All right, Mom, you're perfect. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you can't, can't, argue, with you can't argue with her. Don't. <laughs> you're never going to win that. Back to you, Bobby. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Who's doing this? That's John Goodman. Boy, he's terrific. Yeah. Boy, he's got a great and sound. When did we get him to do that? Yeah. We did it. We recorded him having sex. <laughs> he didn't know it. Two people in China are being treated for the plague. Do you know that the Black Death is still around? Yes. Yeah, I think Gary has it. (laughs) Gary, do you have the Black Death? (laughs) (laughs) From uh, 2010 to 2015, more than 3,248 cases were reported worldwide. Why is the Black Death still around, Howard? Well... Because people do it's too much. Because no, it's because of the fleas that oh. are living on infected rodents. Right, Gary, so phlegm still... twice if you have the plague. That's <coughs> <coughs> a yes. <laughs> yes, there are these you know rodents that have the plague virus what? or bacteria in them. It's actually a bacteria. <coughs> And um, they have fleas, and then the fleas get on uh, people or or other animals. They can, you know, get on your pets, and uh, and then they can infect you. So you have to be uh, aware that uh, the Black Death still exists, and they say the hotbeds, you know, it's not really terrible, terrible, but the most endemic countries are the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Madagascar, and Peru. I did not know that. Mm. <coughs> I'm telling you, I, I think you're onto something with Gary because he cannot clear his throat properly. He can't, no. <coughs> Gary's telling me that. that somehow, I don't know how he got <coughs> into this, but he's having a vinyl party at Rachel Ray's house. Well, she said he keeps threatening, but he's never pulled it off. Gary, what's up? Is, How do you, are you going to do that now? Are you personal so, friends with so her? I'm friends with um, with their executive producer and also a little friendly with her husband. So I invited the executive producer. You know, I said, we're going to try to put something together. He said, where are you going to do it? I said, we haven't figured it out yet. And then he called me back a couple of days later. He said, they'd like to host it. So what is a vinyl party again? For those of us who don't remember. So it'll just be a bunch of people who like vinyl. And, and they'll uh, bring. And everyone will bring a record. <laughs> and, That's uh, right. And then and we have a theme of the. We'll have a theme for the party, which hasn't been chosen yet. Jukebox songs, big jukebox songs. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then people get up and say, "Hey, here's a so song." Suspicious Minds by Elvis Presley. Right. But, uh, My for, way, Frank Sinatra. I Mac think, the Knife, Bobby Darin. 
Be My Baby by the Ronettes featuring Ronnie Spector. Have you ever been over Rachel Ray's apartment? I have not. I think well. Fred Ormison might join us as well. Wow, that's so weird. He's a huge vinyl guy. Like, anytime, like, I was just in L.A., and Fred just dropped me a note, and he goes, did you find any cool record stores? But what's fun about listening I to it? I found Alone Again Naturally by Gilbert O'Sullivan. What's fun about it, like, in terms of listening to it together? Okay, let's assume you like vinyl. And let's say I'm at home, and I have a stereo, and I'm listening, and, you know, and I'm doing something around the house, and I put the music on. Okay, that, okay, I'll, I'll go along with you. But why do you need to sit in a room with Fred Armisen with and Rachel people, Ray? It's yeah. more like a community experience than a listening experience. It's not like we're going for uh, for high fidelity. It's do you more talk like a, while the music is going? Yeah, everybody yeah. talks while the music is going. So somebody gets up and puts there's their song a, on. There's a crackle coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, I love golden earring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you? What kind of theme are you thinking about at Rachel's house? It would, I mean, I just haven't thought about it yet. What about jukebox? But I was thinking of a, uh, a cooking or a food theme. How about Desert Island Discs? What do you mean a cooking or food thing? Like the food like, songs? Yeah, right. Like you have to bring a song that has something to do with cooking it? or food. Yeah, like Love Rain All Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would be a food song? Uh, yummy, 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 I Got Love in My Tummy? Would that qualify? Yeah, I guess that would. But what are you thinking? I mean, a food theme. I haven't, I haven't really thought of a song yet, but I'm, I'm trying to think about what songs about uh what what songs are about food? I don't know. American Pie by yeah, Don McLean. Did when is the last time you went to a vinyl party? Um, probably last uh, Mar- January or March. And what was it? What was the theme? Um, I'm trying to think. Was this the one that was Cities? It might have been one where yeah, it was Cities. And didn't you bring Chuck Berry, the B side, Havana Moon? That's correct. Yeah, Havana Moon. Havana Moon. Something even Chuck Berry doesn't want to hear. <laughs> Chuck Berry was embarrassed by that. Yeah, Honey, vinyl pie, enthusiasts pie. will be there. I think like uh, John Hine is joining me, and there's a couple of people who work on the staff that would like to go. Where to Rachel Ray's apartment? Damn right, I like to see what's doing. Yeah, yeah gonna, I'm going. Oh, I don't even like vinyl. We're right. going to play the entire <laughs> Breakfast in America by Supertramp because it's a scene. How no about fairness, Howard? These are people that were in before they knew where it was going to be. How about hey, good looking? What you got cooking? I How mean, about cooking something up with me? Yeah. Jambalaya, Jambalaya, Hank Williams. Yeah, that's food. <laughs> Goodbye, Joe. <laughs> me gotta go. Me oh my oh. Me gotta go. Your like, favorite food the song. Down the bio. So who works the stereo? In other words, if it's a food theme, the whole album isn't devoted to food, so you have to play singles. Right, so everybody gets up and puts their own album on. But how can oh, you put no, a- I wouldn't let Not the you whole side, touch just my song. equipment. Well, then, so, so maybe uh, if it's super expensive equipment, then John will run the turntable. Let me cue it up to I Am the Eggman, They Are the Eggman, I Am the Walrus by the Beatles. Hmm. That's food. Uh, for more on this topic, let's go to our phone, Rob, and uh, Gary Audiobook is on the line. <laughs> ah. Hi, Gary. How you doing? This is Gary. Yeah. What's up? I love being that guy when it comes to music knowledge. Right. Here, here. I used all the money I earned mowing lawns and delivering newspapers to buy records. I even used my mowing money to buy rock and roll trivia books and plastic sleeves for all my albums. What is I it? I stacked all my 45s on a shelf in my room right next to my bed in alphabetical order. What is it about um, alphabetizing albums and, and being that guy? And what a, is that guy? Yeah. Alphabetically by artist, then chronologically. If I had two 45s by the same artist, they were placed chronologically. I also began to study liner notes. I like knowing who guessed it on which track. 
it was important to me to see that on one of Linda Ronstadt's songs, Andrew Gold did the claps in the background. So why didn't you just learn to play an instrument instead of sitting there and uh, reading about it? Right, I hear you. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> all, right, all right, thanks. <laughs> he likes being I don't that know guy. what that guy is. The knowledgeable one, the expert. Mm. Uh, how do you how do you figure that out? If, if he's walking down the street, I don't know he's that guy. Hey, you like, I'm that guy. You, if you would but like at, an answer. At the vinyl party, he'll be that guy. <laughs> Before the internet, people would often call me for to ask questions about music. That's being I that see. guy. All right. If you must know, Robin. What's so great about being that guy, honestly? I don't know. It's kinda it's kinda nice to know you have knowledge of something. Right. Uh, Gary Puppet, are you uh, that guy? I'm that guy. Right. <laughs> Put the lime in the coconut, you eat the mold. Oh, you're the working on... I guess you coconut. could do that. Fish one. heads by Bonds and Bonds. You're you're thinking of... Pound uh, cake by Van Halen. Gary Puppet, you're thinking about uh, a food-related... Lady uh, Marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You really are that guy, aren't you? Voulez-vous coucher avec moi, ce soir? But that's Will You Make Love to Me. What is that about food? Oh, Lady so Marmalade. Lady oh, Marmalade. Oh, yeah, see? You're song, eating hair pie. I see. Yeah. All oh. right. <laughs> Anything by Cream? Real Gary, does uh, everyone high-five when a really cool song comes on? or? Um, no. no. I mean, Or are they talking over every song? Everybody is talking, right? And then when it's somebody's the next person's turn up, they come and give Ice their... Cream Man's coming on. They give their little spiel about why they picked the song, and then the song plays, and then everybody oh. continues to drink and talk, and then the next person comes up. Right. All right. It's just wait, a wait social a minute, gathering. It's not, it's not like, a, um, you know, like, there's not a lot of rules. Can Robin... Robin better not go, because she doesn't understand this whole he thing. He can come. Uh, well, listen, the, the whole thing people try to sell you on with this vinyl is that it's an amazing listening experience. That's not true. Rachel just was in here. She said it's also a very, like, she says it's a sexy experience. She just likes putting it on. And uh, it's not, the listening is part of it. All right, I'm going to kill part. myself. All right, thanks, guys. Uh-huh. Right. Robin, what else is in <laughs> But the I'm just saying, they put a party together, a vinyl, and then they talk over it. Well, hopefully you'll be invited and you'll shush everyone. <laughs> You know, we've been talking about these award shows. Gary had me to uh, one of the vinyl parties, and I broke all the records over his head, and he won't (laughs) me back. Hey, Gary, oh, by the way, I have a breaking news. What? Gary, did you friend me on Facebook? You sent me a friend request. Like a year and a half ago. I just went through them because I'm never on Facebook, and I saw Gary sent me a friend request. Because I refriended you. Like I think I told you this, and you're like, I don't know. Because it said that you had... um, it said that you had too many friends. You'd reach a limit of friends. No, I mean, uh, listen, I, I'm hardly on Facebook, but, I, you know, I know you unfriended me. And then I, I said to my wife, I think Gary friended me. And I did. I friended you back. A friend request. And then I went on Gary's website to look, you know, because yeah. I was going to friend. And I started looking and I said, oh, my God, I can't friend him because I'm ready to goof again on all of his posts. <laughs> I better stay off it. <laughs> So you didn't friend him? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it alone. I don't want to bust his balls. All right, Robin. What? Anything else in the news? Yes, I was talking about the fact that they've been having these award shows and no host. Right. We talked about a couple of them, and we said these things need hosts. Yes. Ricky Gervais is coming back to host the Golden Globes. Thank God. You know, every time he does it, he does something. They say, "Oh, we'll never have him back again." 
And then they hire him again. So they have hired him again, and he will be hosting the Golden Globes. He's day. actually really good at it. He is. He's yeah. a very good host. Do you, uh, Robin? He, he loves to piss them off. Uh, Robin, what else is in the news? <laughs> well, uh, what is this site called? Nameberry. They have come out with their predictions of what will be the hottest names in 2020. And I said to myself, as soon as I saw this list, why would you name your child any of these names if everybody's going to be using them? Right. But what do I know? They are the weirdest names for the most part. One is... Hugh Jassol. Ada. Ada's a beautiful name. You think so? I mean, nothing Reese? Nothing as nice as Howard, but... <laughs> but I don't understand. Ada? It looks like a duh. That's immediately. This is a list of what names that people are. Names that people are going to be using. These are going to be the hot names of 2020. Wow. This How is about the Schwanguli? <laughs> Not on the list. Reese, Mika, Paisley, and Amina are the top wow. five of uh, names for girls. Amina. Mina, come to me. But it was Mina, not Amina. Oh. How about Human Newman? <laughs> Austin. Oh, you know what was interesting to me on this list? I think number 10 was Billy for girls. And they're attributing that to Billie Eilish's success. Right. So she's even uh, influencing people to use the name Billy. She's so hot. I was always high on the name Willie Fistergash. Willie Fistergash. <laughs> Shame you didn't have a son. Right. Austin for boys, Alva. Sweet. A case <laughs> Acacius. Right. Tate and Diego are the top five for boys. Uh Bert is on the phone, says he has an idea for Gary's vinyl party that he wants mm -hmm. to share with him. All right, Bert, what's your idea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> morning, Howard. How are morning. you? Yeah. Hey, listen. If Gary's going to have uh, <clears throat> people over, perhaps he would uh, serve plantain chips for the uh, listening party. What a great idea, plantain chips at the yeah, uh, record party. Heard them in a while. Yeah, I'm sure. I he's... don't know that he likes to share those. <laughs> yeah, he keeps them in his desk, by his... <laughs> locked up. All right. Uh, what else, Robin? The sexiest man, people has named their sexiest man of the year this year, and it is John Legend. Really? Yes. I don't know how I feel about that. Hey, Boner. I think a lot of people are questioning. <laughs> Do you John feel he Legend? is sexy? I think he's a very romantic man. He, he writes these great love songs. But uh, John Legend is Sexiest man? What about I'm Bradley not sure Cooper? About that. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's a sexy man. There you go. What about uh, like a like some... last year? It was Idris Elba, and if anybody reeks of sex, it's Idris Elba. Oh, I know. I think about him in my asshole. <laughs> uh, we're not on now, right? The, no, the show's nobody over. can hear us. What'd you just say? I said when he's inside of me, I I, I would throb. Oh, my God. Oh, wait a second. The, it's 1059. We're still on the air. I've just ruined yes, my entire reputation. People are listening. I, uh, but anyway, no here's John Legend All right. on how he feels about being named the sexiest. Hmm. All right. I feel sexiest when... Uh, Look at this guy. 
I've come home from a night out. We've had a couple glasses of wine. And I turn on that Toto toilet and shove that water up my asshole. <laughs> and it's just the most, like, serene, relaxed time. Why can't I have and this honor? We're in our I'm in the dumb radio hall of fame. I, I, want, I want that honor. You sexy. want the sexiest man. Honor. Howard, what makes you sexy? Oh, when I pass wind, I just lift up on one cheek. It's so hot. <laughs> it closed still. I'm about to come off eventually, but we're just like feeling right. good. What the fuck's he talking about? Good See, he's trying too hard yeah. to be sexy. Uh, what I like to Nobody do. Nobody asked Idris Elba anything. They just said, God, look at him. He's sexy. I won most vomitous man three years in a row. <laughs> Satiated from a great meal and some great wine. I feel very sexy there. Yeah, I got to talk more like him. Yeah, man. Yeah, I feel real sexy when I when I uh, put on my Tommy John underpants and I just look at myself in the mirror. That's some boys he puts on. I feel sexiest when uh, yeah. I've come home from a night out. We've had a couple glasses of wine, and I like to rub my ass on the carpet. Like just I'm trying. Mo- what is he saying? I don't know. Put me to sleep. Ass treaks. All right. Good for him. But he's the guy. That's kind of like Ronnie's sexy voice when he does those sex tips. Yeah. Ass treaks. Creepy. This is the world's creepiest man. Hey, kids. <laughs> when he's Ash treaks. Oh. And I love John Legend. He's a great songwriter, great singer. I feel sexiest when I, I check the toilet paper after I wipe. I want to see what's on. <laughs> I have a very... Very, very, like, smooth pussy. It doesn't bulge out like a lot of them do. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, pal. Right. Yeah. For years and years and years, Howard, there were rumors that Whitney Houston uh, had a physical affair with her assistant, Robin. I believe that. In fact, a lot of people used to think I was that Robin, and they would call in and say, I, believe I know Robin's lesbian because she's in an affair with Whitney Houston. Oh, how great would that have been? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. No, I couldn't have lasted 10 seconds with Whitney Houston. But anyway, Robin, I guess, has now written a book, and she's out promoting that book. She was on the Today Show, and here she is saying that she and Whitney were physical early on, 1-1. Our friendship was was a deep friendship nice in the early part of that friendship go ahead it was physical who knew <laughs> about the romantic aspect of your relationship with oh you talk so i would say no one it was mm-hmm. it was ours oh yeah <laughs> physical relationship how unsexy oh, is that physical relationship just tell me what you did <laughs> yeah, what does that mean did you go down on her or not Robin says before Whitney started getting famous, Whitney told her that she thought they should stop being physical. One she day. said, I don't believe we should be physical anymore. Mm, yeah. The music business was a world that we were learning and we didn't want anything to interfere with where she was going. Were you were you sixty nine? Were you angry? Were you disappointed? I just felt that I wouldn't be losing much. I still loved her the same. Mm. And she loved me. I loved her. And that was good enough. Man, can you imagine getting on with a young Whitney Houston? No. (laughs) And I would just spread my legs and 
she would do a vocal warm-up onto my vagina. There you go. This is me uh, being in a lesbian relationship with... Uh, How could with, you be in a lesbian relationship? I'm just fantasizing. <laughs> now you're a woman? Yeah. I'm oh. a sexy woman with a deep, deep voice. <laughs> After she would do a warm-up into my vagina, she would beat my ass. Robin. I want the details. What does this physical relationship entail? She needs to be in here being interviewed. Yes. That's what the problem is. There, there come a time where you 69. <laughs> I got to do something about my nighttime look. <laughs> <laughs> I realize it must be hideous. Oh. Uh, yes, Robin. Oh, All right, yeah. Robin, anything oh. else in the news? Yeah, Sarah oh. Palin is talking about uh, her problems in her marriage. She was no. on some kind of, a, I guess, a podcast called The Family Talk Christian Ministry. Ooh. Sounds like a show and I should book myself on. That's right. Next time you uh, do some book promotion, yeah. you should be on that podcast. So she was speaking to the host, James uh, Dobson. Right. And she says that she found out about her divorce in an email. 116. Mm. In an email? Yeah. You found out that you were your husband was filing for a divorce from his lawyer. I did. He did not even tell you. Um, I, I did. Um, I found out from uh, an email from an attorney saying that she was hired, and that was um, on June 19th. Can you imagine that woman was almost vice president of the United States? Wow. Just listen to her. What are we going to dump on the husband now on this Christian radio show? I'll never well, forget she it. She it's not necessarily over, but go ahead and play this. And then on, uh, on Todd's birthday, a week after our 31st anniversary is when, when he filed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not easy to talk about. Did it, but it's not over yet. Was it, We're going through counseling now, so it's not over, over, you know, and attorneys are getting rich off of us and i don't like that whole system it makes no sense to me mm, easy Jeez. jesus yeah. yeah just imagine her running the world she is hot though that's okay that you don't have to run the world let her run the world just because she's hot <laughs> hey maria I love you so much. Um, I, I just want to tell you, you are without a doubt the sexiest man alive. I've had this See? discussion with you before. You argue with me about it, but I have to tell you, you have chiseled features, right. strong features. You're handsome. I have the I have the chiseled features of a witch. People oh, don't realize that. No, no. I please. wish you would stop saying that. Oh, ah, I'll stop tomorrow. So handsome. Thank <laughs> you, you Maria. So Thank you for love that. Love you. Love you. I should send you the picture someone sent to me a couple of weekends ago. Somebody just was going through some of their old pictures, and they had a picture of you. Oh, yeah? It's so beautiful. Look at this. Yeah, quickly get me that picture, Robin. <laughs> I mean that. What is it, Mike? I need that picture. I'm going to blow it up and, uh, <laughs> and and actually tape it to my face tonight. Before uh, maybe Beth that'll be your Christmas present. Yeah, please. <laughs> Mike, go ahead in Canada. Hey, how you doing? All right. It's an honor to speak to you, sir. Thank you. Uh, I know you're in the middle right now, so you can't really see outside, but I want to let you know that all of your longtime listeners like me, I started listening when I was 13. I'm 40 now, so I'll let you do the math. I don't know what it is. But 
today's show, honest to God, feels like a pinnacle. Really? Um, I mean, of course. Honestly, I mean, every show is great, but it feels like a pinnacle today. Uh, the the sad part at start, and then, you know, that the the rant, the Oprah rant. Honestly, um, the best way I could describe it is, you took the entire audience for however long that went on, put them inside your brain as if it was an art gallery, and walked us around. Really? Because like, I mean, I know. Totally took us all. <laughs> totally took us all inside your psyche and. It was amazing, and then I thought, wow, it was so awesome. And then all of a sudden, this person comes on, Rachel Ray, which I know of her because, I mean, I have a wife, so, you know, right. they're all into that stuff, you know? Yes. It was a perfectly the crafted show is what you're saying. Honestly, the best yeah. interview ever with Rachel Ray comes right after that. And then, you know, it's crazy. Like, she sat down and spoke with you as if you guys were in your living room. And yes. None of us were even listening. You know what I mean? She was totally like, "Well, Mike, thank you." Hollywood, like this. You just made my day. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. All right, All thanks, right. sir. Mike from Canada says today was perfectly crafted. Oh, it's a pinnacle. I don't know what that means. It's the pinnacle of my career. You know what it means. Everything downhill from here. Yes. Oh dear. I'll never top that. <laughs> By the way, I—that's what I was going for when I was ranting about Oprah. I was trying to take you in a walk through my mind. So, like a gallery. Like a gallery. Yes, that's what I had in mind. This guy gets me. <laughs> Well, isn't that wonderful? And give me that picture, yes. Robin. A right. Beautiful, uh, beautiful. Anything else in the news, Robin? Uh, guess what? What? If you're freezing today, I am. You are not alone. Yeah. One in three Americans, or actually more, two out of three Americans are shivering under this Arctic mass that's moving through. I hate it. Can I you imagine? That the cold, this is, first of all, too early in the season. Yes. And yet, two-thirds of Americans are experiencing it. I want to live in Florida. And it's going to be another cold day. Temperatures, according to the weather people, are still dropping. So we're probably going to get into the 20s and maybe even the teens. I want to live in Florida. Well, this would be the time. You know, you wonder why people travel when they do shows. I was thinking about this. Let's travel. Now we should be going to Los Angeles. Yeah, why did we go when it was warm? (laughs) It was so nice. We should be staying for more than a week. Yeah, and you know, most of the people who work with us are protected by layers of blubber. I don't, I don't have that. Jason and Gary and John. Do they feel the cold? No, they. Is it different for them? No, this is their summer. <laughs> <clears throat> there are people who you see walking around New York in shirt sleeves, even in weather like I know, this. I know. I don't understand what's going on with that. Those are assholes. <laughs> they really are. They're just assholes. Is I knew right? a guy like that once. Yeah. <laughs> he was a total asshole. <laughs> would walk around well, and I'm glad I, now to know what in the winter I don't change my clothes I just wear you know I don't even wear an overcoat I'm like good for you asshole Dish. asshole <laughs> <laughs> also silly. in the news Howard Hillary Clinton says she can't completely rule out another run for the presidency one six really she said that 
Are you going to run again? No, not no. I'm that is that is a hundred percent. So in a few days, I'm not going to open my newspaper. <laughs> Look, I as I say, never, never, never say never. Um, and I I will certainly tell you, I'm under enormous pressure from many, many, many people to think about it. But as of this moment, sitting here and this studio talking to you, that is absolutely not in my plans. Well, I told you, I I think she would have been probably one of the best presidents we ever had. And I know that's not a popular opinion these days, but I still believe it. I do believe well, that. I'm sorry, Rob. Maybe you'll get your wish. Maybe she'll jump into the race. Well, do you think that would be a good idea? Uh, I don't know. You know, people are like they blame her for not uh, trying hard enough. But, you know, there's a million different things. And people have uh, bitter feelings uh, who are not happy with the current situation. But uh, because Bloomberg got in because. He doesn't see anybody who could beat Trump in the current field. Uh, Biden is upset now that a couple of these people are getting into the race. There's another candidate, uh, Montana Governor Steve Bullock, who has decided to officially get himself on the ballot in New Hampshire. And uh, he says he's different from the rest of the Democratic pack that's out there now. And so a lot of people are discontented, it seems, with the current crop. Oh, here's an update. Benji didn't wear a coat to work. Here we go. He's wearing a T-shirt. Oh, great. Listen, I I like Benji. I don't want to goof on him. But what is the point in not wearing a coat in the middle of but a does freezing... he get out of his house and run into a car and then run into the building? If he's outside for three seconds, put on a coat. Why be cold? What's that prove? Is that an accomplishment? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get that. I see these people walking around in freezing cold days with no with the, with the T-shirt. He's wearing a T-shirt. Benji, aren't you cold? Eh, twice if you're cold. Aren't you? Why? What? What was you? What's your point? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not bull- bullshitting here. I don't want a funny answer. No. When I was a kid, I did think it looked like cool. I thought it was like really uncool to wear a coat or a hat. Okay. But now, this is the true answer. I would love to get a winter coat. I have trouble deciding which coat to buy. You see, that sounds silly to me. It's not a joke, and it, it is. You can't go to a store, see a coat you like, and buy it. it it's because I'm. I I want to get the perfect one. And that's with a lot of things in my life. Benji, no, no, no. I agree that that is a. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Didn't I give you a coat last year? And I, where? <laughs> what happened to that? Um, it's a beautiful coat, and it just um, there was another guy that works with us that that uh, it fit better, and I gave it to him. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> thanks. Wow. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> I don't think anything of it. I'm sorry you asked. Yeah. <laughs> he can't find the right coat because the he right won't. one. I never know if he's putting me on or not. Maybe he's not. I know he he like he doesn't even have a wallet. He walks around with a plastic bag and he puts money in it. Right, because there's no perfect wallet. Either. Is that the reason? <laughs> Did you ever get a wallet, Benji? I got to ask. I'm sorry. I know we're late. I just got to know. I know I'm going down the rabbit hole here, but did you ever did you ever get a wallet or you still walk around with that plastic bag full of money? I had a problem with the plastic bag. I go to 
twelve step meeting. You you have a drink problem? A twelve step meeting for eating. Oh, for oh, Overeaters yeah. Anonymous. You go to Overeaters Anonymous. It's such a great. And no, no, it's like such twelve step meetings are so supportive. It's like a so great. How's that going? Are you losing weight? So I was in a meeting and uh, <laughs> someone's like, they pass a bag to collect money for rent for the room. Right. They put in like two or three dollars, and someone goes, "Where's the bag?" And I just didn't really pay attention to it. So they said it again, like the treasurer, where's the bag? Then also I was like, oh my God, I pocketed the bag by mistake Uh because it's a plastic bag. Yeah. I got confused. I thought it was my wallet bag. So I had to pull out. I was like, look, I have two bags. I'm really sorry. Right. And they laughed. They believed me. But so I did start after that. I started using uh, a couple years ago, Wendy, the slow adult got me a wallet and I started using that one. All right. (laughs) Fascinating. He confused his plastic bag with the bag they were passing <laughs> it was around. Very embarrassing. All right. Well, thank you, Benji. Fascinating. You put. <laughs> what, what did I do wrong? Nothing. I mean, in other words, I want to get out of here, so I'm not going to belabor this. Okay. I would just wanted to hear why, if you had a wallet, and I heard it, and now I'm done. Yeah. That's it. Now go outside and freeze. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. What is it, Jason? I have a weird Benji update. Go ahead. <laughs> he was just seen uh, right before he came in here. Drinking salsa straight from the can. Wow. Or straight from the, wow. the bottle, whatever. Why would is. you do that? How, like, the Overeaters Anonymous has to tell you that that's not good for you in terms of calories, even. No, no. That was just because I had salsa and I was just in a. But mood. why would you drink that mm. straight? Through? It's not even good for I you. I wasn't drinking it. I processed. was eating it. No, it wasn't. It's not processed kind. Mm. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Uh, whatever your name is, Jason. <laughs> wow. There's a guy going over. He's anonymous. He's drinking out of a salsa bottle. It's crazy to me. Anything else, Robin, you want to wrap up with? Uh, yes. The House impeachment uh, inquiry hearings are starting today. Uh, in fact, at 10 a.m. this morning, they started. Are you going to be riveted no. to your TV for these proceedings? No, I can't take it. Is it going to be like, uh, remember Watergate? Yes. Did you watch those nonstop? No, I didn't. No? No, I was jerking off in my room. I'll be honest. Oh, I don't want to okay. lie. I, my I mother was... couldn't find me for the Watergate hearings. <laughs> I was in my room jerking off. I was absolutely time. riveted to those hearings. Yeah. I don't know that I'll be riveted to these. I, I just don't. Uh, I'm afraid that we don't have any firsthand testimony. I read something today that said most of the information that the Democrats have gathered is secondhand. And I think that's a very difficult road to go down if you're going to make a case against the president. So I'm just, uh, I don't know that I want to see them go down in defeat. Again, what I'm uh, thinking about is that there's a guy working for me that doesn't have a winter coat because he can't find the best one he gave yours away yeah <laughs> Howard, I, I know you're not looking for debate at this hour but like half the office spilled into my office and disagree with robin's last statement they're saying that most of the people who are testifying were people who were on the call yes that's what i read well i just read something today that said it was secondhand and that's what i was reacting to well tune in and find out yeah, I guess I'll now have to listen to see whether it's firsthand or secondhand. Anybody know what Ivanka might be wearing to the hearings, or she's not going? She's not going. Oh, to too bad. 
And uh, Rudy Giuliani has uh, decided to, he wrote an op-ed piece about the whole thing and said uh, the reason that the president shouldn't be impeached because the conversation about the investigation of Hunter Biden was only six lines of the entire transcript. And so you can't impeach a president for six lines of uh, conversation, dialogue. And other people are saying, well, you know, it's not the how long it took you to commit the crime. It's whether you committed the crime. So it's all kind of crazy. Yeah. But anyway, uh, President Carter, I'll end who up is back it. in the hospital, is out of surgery. His surgery was termed successful, but he's still in the hospital for evaluation. So uh, he came through that okay. It was a surgery to uh, relieve some pressure on the brain. Mm. I have a lot of pressure on my brain. But I, I don't just, think you have the same pressure. I leave it alone. His was from bleeding on the brain from one of those falls he took. So I don't think you could say that. Oh, no, I thought he got it from uh, chugging salsa sauce out of a jar. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos is considering buying an NFL team. That's what some people are saying. Well, he's got enough money. And right. he could do that, but they say no teams are for sale right now. But a couple could be coming up for sale because some owners have passed away and maybe they'll go on the market. Right. And the NFL has invited Colin Kaepernick to work out on Saturday and therefore um, team owners and coaches and scouts and whoever could show up and see him work out, see what they think, and maybe... Uh, offer him a job in the NFL. So right. that's going on. I don't know right. how that happened, but it's happening. And finally this morning in Hong Kong, they say that the city is on the brink of a total breakdown because of the anti-government protesters. Wow. So we could see that whole place fall apart. Protesters set up roadblocks on major thoroughfares causing paralysis in the city. Riot police have been deployed and there are reports of police uh, firing tear gas. The protesters are demonstrating against alleged meddling by Beijing in the freedoms guaranteed to Hong Kong since the former British colony was returned to China in 1997. So that's still going on. Right. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Robin.